you are now a they them which is plural it doesn't even make sense like if you can say that you're a boy but you identify as a girl yeah that's uh, gender dysphoria is a real thing if you want to be representative as a plural that's very weird in our schools and we've eliminated that uh, in Florida we just signed legislation last week which is nixing these pronouns in the schools where they make the kids pick pronouns some second grader they're trying to just sow confusion amongst these young kids we're not doing the pronoun olympics in the state of florida pronouns become a hot topic in the past decade throughout the nation and world some people say that requiring pronoun sharing is the best possible way to combat transphobia and others the entire idea of pronouns being different from sex is a liberal lie we hope to use theories taught in gender theory to deconstruct each argument and determine if asking pronouns in a formal setting is helpful or harmful to transgender and genderqueer people. We posted a survey on Yik Yak, an anonymous forum page for Middlebury students, asking students how often they are asked their pronouns in classes, given the options rarely, somewhat frequently, often, and in most, if not all, class settings. Out of the 646 participants, 55% responded rarely, 27 replied somewhat frequently, 8% replied often, 10% replied most, if not all. One comment on the post read, only on the first day. To clarify, I am non-binary but get misgendered a lot, suggesting perhaps that requiring pronouns in the first week of classes isn't the best solution to misgendering. Many people we talked to throughout the interview process mentioned that they were only really asked their pronouns during orientation week, and one mentioned that in forms they had to fill out, pronouns was a required section, which can be problematic for students who don't know their pronouns or who don't yet feel safe disclosing them. Hey, so right now we're interviewing students in front of Battelle. Are you asked your pronouns in all of your classes? Not all of them. Some. Occasionally. Um, I would say... Here, generally, no. My data science class, I don't believe so. And I don't think my, my art history class either. But my first year seminar, yeah. And then, um, oh, Italian, no either. So actually, no, just in one of my classes. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, yes, I think in my Spanish class at the beginning of the year, they asked us to go around and say our names and our pronouns and where we are from. As a member of the women's club soccer team, um, have you been asked your pronouns in any practices or any sort of like group meeting before? Um, no. Only for like orientation week activities like with my orientation group for sure. Um, any like welcome activities most of the time people have like on a Google form like what are your pronouns but yeah. did you did you feel as though they were required when you were asked or no? They definitely weren't required. I, I think that's for the best because not everyone is comfortable with saying their pronouns and advertising it to everybody. Like when it's on like a Google form, it feels more required, especially because someone can make it required. Like mm -hmm. they can just put the asterisk and be like, you have to answer it. Yeah. And it kind of makes you feel like you have to. But in a like social setting, I feel like it's normally not required, but it's more peer pressure. Like if everyone's saying their pronouns and you like, don't want to specify yours you're kind of like oh shoot like what am I like do I answer do I not that yeah, kind of thing but right. I would say it's definitely not like actually required like you're being forced to say your pronouns but more of a peer pressure for sure how does it make you feel when you're asked your pronouns I don't really get the point of being asked about pronouns 
It makes me feel good. I think it's it's really great to not just assume people's gender just based on the way that they present. I honestly feel kind of indifferent to it because like for me it doesn't matter all that much but I know for other people like it's important that like you know people know their pronouns. What do you think the purpose of asking pronouns is? So people like people that like identify within like not he him or she her have like like be respected and like kind of be included in the conversation and they feel comfortable um just how to simply just how to correct correctly address somebody and just yeah how to know how to treat people in a way that makes them most comfortable um i think to just make sure everyone's on the same page and maybe people who want to be called a different pronoun that maybe it's not like she or he like they can feel comfortable in the space because sharing what they actually want to be called because everyone's sharing their pronouns. The purpose, I feel like, is just to make sure everyone's included and everyone can be, like, I don't know, referred to how they want to. Uh -huh. So you're not assuming anything of everyone. I think it just makes it a safe, safer space in general. And if someone, like, if they know they're going to be referred to, like, using the correct pronouns, then they're going to be more, like, they're going to feel like they can talk or they can share and they'll probably be more open and communicative, I guess, in that environment. All right, uh, who am I here with and what club or organization do you work with and what's your board position? Um, my name is Charlotte Roberts. Um, I'm the co-manager of the Sunday Night Environmental Group. Um, my name is Bernadette. Um, I'm a board liaison for MIN volunteers. Do you ask members of your club or participants at events um, to share their pronouns? Um, since taking some gender studies classes, um, my general practice has been to mostly not share my pronouns when we go around in a circle and like do intros, which we do every meeting, kind of under the assumption that like someone will because it's such a common practice. So I'm kind of like, okay trying to normalize also not doing that if it's not something you feel comfortable doing. But then sometimes I do. Like, today I did. Um, yeah, usually when we're doing introductions, when people come, we're like, hey, like, you know, what's your name, um, pronouns, like, where are you from, that type of thing. And so what do you think the purpose of asking pronouns is? Um, I think, I think that it, it, can depend like I know that like when it, as it started as a practice it was to you know normalize the fact that like some people don't have the pronoun don't use the pronouns that you would automatically associate with them and we shouldn't assume and so let's normalize asking clarifying it for everybody so that it's not weird um, and then I think you know is it something that like everyone who does like thinks critically about like or like kind of understands why like maybe not and maybe it's kind of performative and we should be thinking deeper about um i guess just like knowing how we can like address them correctly and what they feel comfortable with and do you feel as though um asking people to share their pronouns makes the space safer or... yeah i do i think it, i think it can make the, i think it makes the space safer I also wonder though, you know, if for someone who is non-binary or, or trans, like if in a circle a bunch of people who appear to be cis are like sharing their cis pronouns, 
and then you don't, does it make you feel actually more hyper-visible than if that hadn't been, like, that hadn't been the case? Like, if you, you had a moment sharing your pronouns? I mean, I, I wonder if that is an experience people have that feels less safe. Um, yeah, I guess just because, like, people feel more comfortable being themselves and, like, um, yeah. Do you feel as though asking people pronouns um, makes it, like, a safer space? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, kind of what I spoke about before, I think it, like, gives space for maybe people who would be um, more nervous or feel less comfortable sharing what their pronouns are, um, and it just gives everyone the opportunity to share. And I think it does create more of like community because you're like, okay, I'm respecting your pronouns, you're respecting mine, this is what I want to be called. So yes, it does create community. Um, so we're going to talk about why people think that gender pronoun sharing uh, might be a good thing. And that's like compulsory gender pronoun sharing. Um, so compulsory pro pronoun sharing sentiments sort of revolve around the idea that it can seem like a manner to create a safe environment for people of all gender identities but in reality it's putting a pressure on those who would feel more comfortable not sharing their pronouns or who like we said don't know their pronouns yet um or are still figuring them out and so compulsory pronoun sharing can function as a way for institutions and schools and employers to create a sort of false sense of inclusivity while not doing much else to make non-cis or queer folks in general feel comfortable. And so just as buying carbon offsets but doing nothing else to make an institution or uh, employer carbon neutral is not really doing anything for the environment, asking folks to share their pronouns but not addressing any further issues of inequality or issues of folks at the institution who identify with the LGBTQ plus community um, allows the institution to seem like they're doing hard good work to be inclusive of everyone while getting by doing not much at all. Um, and so the Diversity Center of Northeast Ohio has a whole page on um, sharing pronouns. And so while they say that people might not always be comfortable sharing their pronouns. They then go on to list a, uh, best practices of pronoun sharing. Um, and that includes sharing your pronouns as part of your introductions, sharing pronouns at the beginnings of every meeting, even with folks who you have been regularly meeting with or know. Um, avoid using the word preferred in front of pronouns because it insinuates that pronouns are optional. Um, and then adding your pronouns to your business cards and email addresses. So there's sort of a dichotomy here of they're acknowledging that pronouns change and that folks might not always want to share them, yet they should be on your business card and used as your part of your introduction and at every meeting, which is not really a best practice according to gender and feminist theory. Um, and so counseling and psychological services at Michigan University um, right to student life that sharing pronouns is not always the best way to create a space for all students and sharing pronouns should not always be a choice and a way to create a space where it is desired. And so although the sentiment is much less harmful to people who don't wish to share their pronouns than compulsory pronoun sharing is, it can still create stress and pressure for people who don't want to share their pronouns. Personally, um, in my first weeks of classes and my two semesters at mid, 
I haven't been asked in many classes for my pronouns, but in the few that I have, um, it always just seems like it's the cis-presenting people who seem that they're the most comfortable sharing their pronouns, and when that happens, I feel as though it can definitely create uh, sort of like a vibe or a space in which there's like a need or like a compulsion to share your pronouns but there might be some people who don't want to do that. So I feel like in ways it can be um, a little bit toxic. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. I know that um, orientation week was definitely the time that I you know, talked about my pronouns the most, but I think it was really only my first year seminar that we actually like had our pronouns asked. And then it was like on forums and stuff for sports and clubs. Um, but I definitely agree that like of all the people that, you know, could potentially be at risk for stating their pronouns, it's transgender people. So it just really puts them at risk. Yeah, absolutely. And I I think even in those settings where in classes when I have been asked pronouns or teachers kind of give an open invitation, it still sort of creates a pressure because so many people are sharing their pronouns, primarily cisgender people. So then that kind of makes it, even though it isn't obligatory, it makes it feel as though it's obligatory because, you know, you don't want to, like, defy the social norm or be seen as transphobic or not woke. Because I I think prior um, to this gender studies class, I thought that sharing pronouns was something that was great and helpful and informative, but now we're learning that maybe it, it isn't helpful. We'd like to thank the Diversity Center of Northeastern Ohio, Jen Mannion, Michigan University, Forbes, and the Joe Rogan Podcast for supplying sources and examples for this podcast. And we'd also like to thank listeners like you. Thank you. We hope that you can take what you've learned and apply it to your everyday life.